Good morning, and welcome to New York Sports and Beyond here on 98.7 ESPN, where our goal every Sunday is to entertain, enlighten, and expose you to information that can lead to positive change in your life. I'm Larry Hardesty. As we turn to May, this morning we will speak with Katie Sweet. She's the Senior Communications Manager at the V Foundation, has a special announcement about Hashtag Giving Tuesday Now. Yeah, I know normally we talk to the V Foundation about Hashtag Giving Tuesday at the end of November going into December, but this is a special edition, and we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. As we always suggest, be prepared to take down some valuable information you're here this morning, and we thank you for allowing us to be a part of your Sunday. We'll begin this edition of New York Sports and Beyond after this time out on 98.7 ESPN. Before we introduce you to our special guest this morning, I want to remind you there are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. You can wash your hands. Please avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick, and be sure to cover your cough or sneeze. And remember, clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message, of course, brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and us here at 98.7 ESPN New York. Katie Sweet is the senior Communications Manager at the V Foundation. She has also spent some time with the Orlando Magic in the NBA. I want to talk to her about that as we say good morning to Katie Sweet here on New York Sports and Beyond. Katie, thanks for taking a couple of moments out on this Sunday morning. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. So, Katie, before we get started about the great work that's going on on the V Foundation and obviously Giving Tuesday, which we're doing another edition of it, which I'm excited to talk about, I mentioned as we were opening up and, and introducing you to the audience that you had, you spent some time with the Orlando magic in the NBA. What was that time like? What, what, that sounds like it might've been a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I worked in the media relations department there for about five years. Um, it's just a great group of people. Um, the NBA is so much fun. Um, just high energy, never, never a dull moment. The days were, we're definitely exciting, um, and of course, it does not stink to have to go to a game forty sometimes a year. So. <laughs> no, no, yeah. but but it is it is hard work. Like like folks, when we talk about what we do, you fantasize. It's like, oh, it's just yes, it is fun. It's it's great energy, as you said. But you know, Katie, it is work, and you have a job as as you know in the communications department, which is an integral job because you're representing the company in a lot of areas in the community. Absolutely. And um, I didn't travel. So um, I can say that for people who did travel, um, they did have um, quite a lot of time away from their families. Um, and, it, and it was, I mean, during the season, you could see probably 50 to 60 hour weeks. So it was definitely um, very tiring. It was just a lot of fun. While it was still tiring, so um, I do I do miss it, um, and I do um, I'm still an Orlando Magic fan for sure, um, mm-hmm. and I still do keep in touch with a number of my um, old colleagues too. Yeah, and I can imagine they're kind of wondering what's going to happen right now with this Corona nineteen pandemic, and you're not sure whether you're going to finish the season or you're just going to go directly to the playoffs. So there's a lot of you know concern and and fear of the unknown right with with what's going on in this situation yes and you know i mean for so many people there's just so so many people affected um through their job or through their family or um you know and we obviously at the v foundation have such a concern for those um living with cancer which is difficult enough 
mm-hmm. on a non-pandemic time. But this now, with this new health crisis, is just another added stress for so many people. It's another challenge, right? It's another challenge. It is. Mm-hmm. Katie, Katie, let's talk about uh, Giving Tuesday. Now, you're having one in May, on May 5th, that's coming up this Tuesday. But before we talk about that, let's review what happened with the one in December of 2019. How did that work out? It was great. Um, we have such great supporters. Um, and, of course, that is in that's around Thanksgiving. It's usually the first Tuesday after Thanksgiving. So people are really turning their attention to charitable giving around that time. So um, we love to connect with our supporters. Um, and it's such, a, it's such a happy time of year. Um, and we're trying to sort of recapture this coming Tuesday. We're going to recapture that same sort of feel in community um, and supporting each other. And, of course, it's not the holidays, but we're hoping – to sort of have that same feel of togetherness. I'm kind of in it to, together and fighting together. Take us through the conversation and the need to have another Giving Tuesday as opposed to just having it. And you will have one again in, in after Thanksgiving this year, right? We will. They're on December 1st. Um, mm-hmm. So this is a day, Giving Tuesday on December 1st, as well as the one that's coming on May 5th, is actually a global day. So charitable um, organizations across the world are turning their attention um, and just asking people to sort of stop, think about their family, think about their community, and kind of, you know, come together. How can you join in your community to make it a better place? Um, Really, the word that comes to mind when I think of Giving Tuesday is two words, actually, kindness and generosity, because Mm -hmm. we want both of those to catch on. And we have a website, um, v.org slash unite, and we want people to go visit that. So on there, you will find a couple of printouts that we've had made um, that you can hang in your window. And it says, don't give up, don't ever give up, which I think everybody probably knows is Jim Valvano's famous phrase. And, you know, it rang so true for him 27 years ago. And To me, it has never lost that same momentum. 27 years later, no matter what you're going through, it's a fantastic phrase. So we have those. You can print them out, hang them in your window, um, share it on social media, just sort of be part of the community and remind your neighbors you're there for them. And if you are able to give, of course, we would love for you to give to Cancer Research if you are able. And the best part, uh, Katie, about printing out and, and putting the, the, the don't give up in your window is you can help with the social distancing that we're going through in various parts of the country, right? And you still can be involved and you still can do that without leaving your home. You, you're showing support. You've got the, the, the sign in the window. You're, you're, you know, you're talking to other people. You're donating. It's, it's a perfect scenario where you, you know, you're doing it from your own home. Absolutely. And I know in my neighborhood when, you know, everyone's out taking walks now and the dogs are getting out, you know, six or seven times a day and you're walking around and you're seeing the same thing. But I love, I've got neighbors who are drawing um, chalk art on their sidewalk and hanging signs in the window. And I think this, and you don't even just have to hang the sign. If you want to just go write, don't ever give up. Do that. Go write that in chalk. Go write that in, in, Paint, window paint on your car. We've had people sending in photos already. Um, they've done drive-bys for people having 
um, birthdays or people coming home from chemo treatments and they're waving the don't ever give up sign. And I just love that. It just unites all of us. Katie, it's really amazing to think that the V Foundation for Cancer Research was founded in 1993, as you mentioned by the late great Jim Varvano. And we, we're still moving, right? We're still fighting. We're still battling this, this scourge that's called cancer. And we're making progress. Just bring us up to date on, on some of the things we're doing, some of the things that have, we're getting closer to, uh, some of the things you're finding out as you speak with the, the doctors and the researchers. And once again, 1993, time is flying by. Oh my gosh, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's just hard to believe, um, 27 years ago. Like it just doesn't seem, you watch that video and it just mm-hmm. doesn't seem like it was 27 years ago when he gives this speech. And honestly, if it, if it wasn't for the hairstyles and the non HD <laughs> of the video, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Like everything he says just is timeless. So that is, that speech, um, is on our website. And if people haven't seen it, just go watch it. It's it's about 13 minutes long, and it it's absolutely worth every second. We watch it in the office multiple times a year. We quote the the speech all the time. It's just um, it's so uplifting. And what's incredible to me is he died six weeks after he made that mm. speech. So a lot of people don't know how how quickly he passed away from cancer. And so of course we are still committed, just as committed as we were 27 years ago when he told us we need to find a, an answer to this. So we have funded more than $250 million in cancer research since he made that speech. Um, we have more than 17 million cancer survivors in the U.S., and that mm. number just continues to go up. So we're seeing cancers. Leukemia is a great example. 20, 30 years ago, leukemia would have been an absolute death sentence to to children or to you know young adults that get it, and now there are treatment options. There are there are ways to treat it and to keep the person healthy so that they have a chance to grow old. So it's just amazing what the what we've seen from cancer research. And what's encouraging is every day and with every dollar we're closer to finding ways of dealing with more and more cancers and eventually we'll be able to eradicate it totally, Katie. And my guest is Katie Sweet. She's the senior communications manager at the V Foundation. You're listening to New York Sports and Beyond here on 98.7 ESPN. I'm Larry Hardesty. We'll explore some positive changes and breakthroughs in the battle against cancer when New York Sports and Beyond returns on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, if you're a small business trying to get the word out that you're still serving the community, we want you to let us know. As have over 350 local businesses reached out. And you know what? They're still sharing their messages. Send an email to 987ESPN at gmail.com. Give us the name of your company. Give us the phone number. Give us the website. Everything that, your hours of business, everything that pertains to your business so we can get the story out to our listeners. Again, that's 987ESPN at gmail.com. Dot com. Let's continue my discussion with Katie Sweet from the V Foundation. As we've spoken over the years with you and various members of your colleagues at the V Foundation, the thing that rings true is how we can help financially, obviously. But the other thing, Katie, is we can help by making sure that we continue our visits with our doctors and our physicians so that if we have the disease and we find it early, 
that helps the rate of cure and the information that we now have, as you mentioned about leukemia, it's, it's, it's not, it's not a death sentence for everybody. And that's the best thing we can say right now, Katie. Absolutely. So, I mean, I love, I love seeing the breakthroughs. Um, I love seeing when people are able to be treated for cancer and not become very ill. I mean, now they have certain chemotherapies that you can take in a pill and you're not guaranteed to lose your hair. You're not guaranteed to be violently ill while you go through the treatment. So I just think these breakthroughs are incredible. And of course they come from research. So that that's where we come in. We are so proud that we fund all types of cancer. So we don't focus on a particular cancer just simply because we believe advances in cancer can translate across different cancer types. So we fund the best of the best in hopes that we just make a, a breakthrough in cancer that then may be able to be carried across different types. And as always, the most important thing I think that we always have to say at this time where there are so many people who, there's so many scammers out there, Katie, there's so many people who are misrepresentative of what they're trying to do. And we hear about it all the time, whether it's the phone call, whether it's the person knocking on your door, whether it's, it's, it, it's somebody that is praying on us and trying to take advantage of us. We know that that's not the case with the V foundation because every single dollar goes directly to cancer research and the programs. Yes. And we are so proud of that. That is such an important part of this because we want, every dollar that you give us to go to research, whether it's $10 or $10,000. We want every single dollar to go to research. So um, I encourage people to do their homework on us. We have um, four out of four stars possible um, by Charity Navigator. We have a platinum uh, level rating on GuideStar. And those things are hard to get. They they. They monitor you and they make sure you're doing it the right way and that you're transparent. And we are so proud to be able to say we do everything the right way and we are transparent. And every penny that you give to us will go to research. So I know that people can feel good about that and know that they are really fighting cancer when they support us. And the other thing, Katie, and we'll take this opportunity to, you know, congratulate and, and thank and announce the the big time organizations and companies who are supporting the V Foundation because when you see, my dad always told me you are associated by the company you keep, right? So when you see the companies right. that have associated with the V Foundation, this tells you how up and up the V Foundation is. So why don't you take a couple of minutes to to share some of the some of the you know companies who are supporting what we're doing at the V Foundation? Sure. Um, so Constellation Brands is um, out of Chicago, and a lot of people know them um, by the beer and the wine that they make. So they have been fantastic partners to us. Um, they support us at events. They get their distributors involved. and um, They really spread it around the country. Um, we also have partnered with Delta Chi, the brothers of Delta Chi, and sort of like Constellation, they have gotten you know, they're headquartered, I think it's in Indianapolis, if I'm not mistaken, but they get their chapters around the country to get involved. So what's so great is when we when we partner with these corporations, they they help ignite the passion across the country in smaller groups. So 
Um, we could not do it without their support. Um, they help us with events. They help us with um, simply just fundraising and getting the word out. So it's kind of amazing. And I also have to say, um, I know he's not a corporation, but Dick Vitale um, mm. is also one of our biggest champions. Um, using his energy, um, it's contagious, and he raises money for pediatric research. So um, I do have to give a shout-out to some of the individuals that really stand up. Our, our board of directors is incredible. So we're very, very lucky to have the support that we do. No question about it. And Dickie B has been a, a, a champion cheerleader in the forefront. of Absolutely. And he says until his last dying breath, he will raise money for kids. And I absolutely believe that. I mean, I think he's going to be 120 years old and out there still <laughs> raising money for kids. I mean, he's incredible. I agree with you, Katie. That's for sure. He's, he's a tremendous, a tremendous person. Incredible talent on the air and calling games and his knowledge is just impeccable. But yeah, he's, he's a fabulous uh-huh. cheerleader and a great person. Katie, uh, when we, when we talk about it, you mentioned earlier that, you know, the re- foundation researches all types of cancer, but as you go through and not saying that one is different from the other one or one is better, one is worse. That's not what I'm trying to say, but there has to be a special feeling, a special tugging in your heart. When you look at some of our children who are suffering with cancer yes. and some of the, you know, progress that they're making with, with more knowledge and, and things to try to make their life easier as they grow with cancer. Just talk about that for a couple of minutes, please. Absolutely. There is nothing more heartbreaking to me than to look at a child. And, you know, some of them are as young as toddlers and babies that are getting cancer and they don't understand it and they don't know why they're so sick or why they feel so bad or why they don't have hair or have to to stay in the hospital. And you hear these stories. I met a man um, whose child had passed away about 10 years previously. And He had taken his son on December 23rd to the doctor for some pain, and he never went home from the hospital, and Mm -hmm. he died in February of cancer. Mm -hmm. So it just, I mean, I was crying, he was crying. It's stories like that that really, really push me forward, and I hope they push other people forward. And with that being said, those stories do exist, but we also hear stories of children surviving their cancer because they had treatment options, because the hospital had something to offer them and because their doctor had something to offer them or they were able to catch it earlier. So that's where we come in. We want to be able to support um, doctors being able to diagnose the cancers earlier. We want them to have new treatment options because nobody should lose their child to cancer. Absolutely not. No, no. And I would think, Katie, that you and your colleagues, you see, gosh, it's, it's got to be, uh, obviously it's rewarding, but it's got to be an emotional roller coaster, Katie, to have the story that you just mentioned, but on the other side, to have that balance, thankfully, 
of more and more positive cases that that you see that people are recovering, that people are walking out, that people are finding a way to live with the cancer and ultimately, you know, the goal of not having having it in remission and never coming back. But to deal with these different stories and, and to have the hands-on experience that, you know, Katie, I don't think we talk about enough at the V Foundation that you guys have the hand-on experience with, with parents and families in, in, in working with them and, and going along with them on this journey. We hear a lot through our funded researchers um, telling us stories about the families that they're helping, and it is just absolutely incredible. Um, it's what motivates them to be able to help these these parents or um, even you know older older people, not just children having mm-hmm, cancer, sure. um, but adults having cancer. So um, you hear some incredible stories and. We've had some of those people um, survive their cancer and just beat it, go on to live exciting lives, and then host events for us or um, be a part of an event. Um, and so we love hearing. We call them thrival, thrivers. Mm-hmm. Um, Robin mm-hmm. Roberts is on our board of directors, oh, and she man. calls herself a thriver. So yeah. we have been been calling them thrivers because it's just incredible to see the energy they have now for fundraising, um, and and we actually have, um, it's kind of funny, we actually have a, a category um, of a grant called a Thrivership Grant, and that mm. is to help people um, who are survivors. There is a, uh, a field of study called survivorship research, and it's helping people who have beaten cancer but who may have health problems. Um, children who had cancer may experience some problems with fertility or cognitive delay. So the survivorship research helps them lead the best lives that they can. So Robin Roberts is actually um, our, our person on that, um, and she has an event in New York City every December to, to raise money for survivorship. And we have given millions to that research. So that is a, a research field that really excites me because it has such a, a positive look to it that you can look forward to um, doing more in your life besides just surviving cancer. It's actually moving on and, and having a true, vibrant life after cancer. Katie Sweet is my guest. She's the Senior Communications Manager at the V Foundation. You're listening to New York Sports and Beyond here on 98.7 ESPN. I'm Larry Hardesty. When we return, We'll wrap up our conversation with Katie Sweet at the V Foundation talking about what some of the plans they have going on for the rest of the year when we return on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back to New York Sports and Beyond. I know many of you have been watching The Last Dance. Tonight, episodes 5 and 6 beginning at 9 o'clock on ESPN. And to get you in the mood, listen to the rebroadcast of The Bulls and Jazz right here on 98.7 ESPN beginning at 5. Takes you from 5 to 8, and then we'll have a little get together for you to be prepared to watch the last dance at nine. And then you switch over to TV and watch the last dance. What will Michael Jordan do tonight? (laughs) We'll see. And we'll talk about it with you all during the week. Right now, let's conclude my conversation with Katie sweet. Katie, since you've been with the organization, take me through how you've changed from the moment you've walked in the door through this experience. Now to today, as we chat on this Sunday before uh, your your Giving Tuesday, May 5th event. Sure. So I have been with the foundation for about six and a half years. And when I started, um, 
I didn't really have a lot of experience with cancer. I mean, I feel like everyone knows someone who's had it and I'd had a next door neighbor that had survived it, but I didn't really have um, a personal experience. And in that time, um, my stepmother was diagnosed with cancer and she spent four years um, fighting lung cancer. And she passed away um, just a couple of years ago. So, it's, you know, it's not necessarily the, the outcome that we wanted, um, but I was really interested to sort of follow her journey and the treatment options that she had. And it was incredible to see how they would tell her, um, here, here's a treatment for you, um, and we need you to hang on until the next treatment comes. And that, mm-hmm. that is what she did. So she would take a treatment for about a year. And then she would move to the next treatment. So um, I really got to kind of see that research in action. And eventually her body could not take the treatments anymore. So so we did lose her. But it's changed my whole family's focus. Um, they, they have all become very interested in research as well and what that can do. So I would say that it has really ignited my passion even more for it. Um, I geek out a little bit on the science. I do love hearing what we fund, but even more so now that I've seen it sort of in action personally. It's always difficult but meaningful when what you're doing is touched with you at home uh, or in your personal life. And I just lost my mother-in-law a couple of months ago and what they battled with dementia. And it has fueled a passion in me and, you know, and there's cancer in that um, our families as well. And so both of these mm-hmm. have become kind of a, a, a social interest, a moral passion in, in making sure that my audience knows as much as possible about it. Uh, that's why I always encourage my audience, Katie, to make sure they go to their physicians to make sure that they see their doctors and follow them and get tested for all the type of cancers that you have for the ladies. It's, it's the breast cancer for the guys. It's the prostate. It's colonoscopy for both. It, it, it's to make sure that, that you have that fighting chance because the earlier we diagnose with the things that we know about cancer now, we can get you a, a better chance at having a normal life and beating this cancer if it is detected early. So I have a passion, and I'm, I'm sure my audience sometimes goes, oh, God, here goes Larry again. But I want them to <laughs> understand, Katie, that, that, that you need to know early, and that's the best way to get it done. And so that's why I love when you guys with the V Foundation and call and you have some other things to share. And that's why I, I love to hear the, the stories and the thing I'm going to say about, about your, your stepmom that, that really jumped out at me while you were describing her is, and this is very key in any type of injury or any type of battle that you're going through is her mental toughness, Katie, to understand that, okay, I have to will myself. I can't get down on myself. I can't get depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm fighting. I'm in a fight for my life here. And so the mental aspect of any type of, of, you know, battle with any type of illness that you have is so, so key. Absolutely. And, you know, it kind of brings me back around to Jim's don't give up, don't ever mm-hmm. give up. And yep. when I first heard him say that, I didn't really understand what he was saying. You know, it sounded like a great phrase. And the more that I have been around um, cancer treatments and people who study it and live with it, 
I really get why he said that phrase. And and I think you have to keep that that same mental toughness and that same positivity. And that's why we thought it would be such a good thing to remember during this time right now and during Giving Tuesday. It's just such a great rallying cry. I think I own like three shirts with it and I have a poster and it's just, it's so true. You have to stay positive and you have to stay mentally tough and and that's really hard but I think Jim's words just really ring true during this time. Katie, we're talking about obviously the Giving Tuesday and this special event of Giving Tuesday for May 5th that's coming up. Um, Just talk to the nonprofits and the organizations around the world who are struggling with their own things right now, who have other possible other interests and other things that are going on. Just talk to them about how important it is for them to take a day and among the other things that they are working on and their agenda it's just a couple of minutes to reach out to the folks who are suffering from cancer in their area, in their communities, and and how important this is to to talk about these folks for a moment for this day, and how the V Foundation can help those folks in their communities around the world. Absolutely, and and you know, I know everyone's in sort of a different position with what's going on in their lives, so that's why we were really hopeful that with our Giving Tuesday recognition, we might be able to just say if, you know, if if all you can do is just be a part of the community, then just hold our hand and be a part of this community. If you can print a sign and put it in the window, please do that. If you can get on social media and spread the word, please do that. If you can donate, please do that because it's just so important um, now more than ever that, you know, we support nonprofits and, you know, for me, cancer research, just because the world has a different focus right now. So, you know, we don't want to lose our focus on cancer research. It's just so important. And we are making progress against cancer. So it's important to keep that going. So our hope is that people can get involved in any way that they can, if they just want to share their story on social media. If you just want to tell your neighbor hey, I heard this lady on the radio talking about the V Foundation. Go watch Jim's speech. That, whatever you can do, it's about being a community together against cancer. And as you mentioned earlier, Katie, it's a it's a special challenge because of the weakness of the body as you're fighting with cancer and the respiratory illness, which uh, has been shown that in a lot of cases, the COVID-19 pandemic is, is especially harder on. Yes, it's. It's just so scary, the news that we keep hearing. And, of course, our hearts go out to anyone battling an illness at the same time that COVID is out there. So, you know, we are hopeful that we can get COVID gone. We can we can beat it. We can push it back um, just because that is a, a very scary time right now for a lot of people. Katie, what are some of the other uh, projects and some of the other events that you guys are going to have as we move forward past May? We'll come back and make sure we get everybody squared away for Giving Tuesday. But what are some of the other things coming up for 2020 that you guys have planned? Sure. So we have um, a number of events and another, a number of our spring ones did get moved um, to the fall or to sure. next spring. So mm-hmm. we have the Robin Roberts Drivership um gala that we have every december we also 
have a Virginia Vine um, event, which is a wine event in um, Loudoun County, Virginia. We have locally, we are in North Carolina, we have a Victory Ride bike ride. Um, So we have a number of things that people can get involved with across the country. Um, We also have a lot of people, and you can find this on our website, we have a lot of people that host events all around the country, barbecues or golf tournaments where you can get involved and it benefits us. I know um, we have a wine celebration as well in August in Napa Valley. So we really, um, we're very lucky to be able to have so much support across the country. So um, we are always busy, which is a good thing because that means Mm -hmm. more money for cancer research. Absolutely. And so what folks can do is continually check the website to see where these events are going to be moved, because right now with the COVID-19, it, it's a fluid schedule right now, clearly. But, you know, yes. just make sure you check on on the website. They'll keep you updated and the things you want to do. If you want to organize your, you know, your barbecue and everything, you can organize it. And then once you have a date, once we know when the date mm-hmm. is available, then you can go out and, and, and make sure it happens. So, you know, you can plan for it. You just can't execute it yet. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And we're very hopeful that we will be able to resume um, normal operations and events um, just as soon as it's safe to do that. Um, I know the rest of the world is very hopeful as Mm -hmm. well. Um, Just we're excited to get, you know, really back into all of our events to fundraise as much as we can. Absolutely. All right, Katie, in the time we have left, let's lock it down again. What's happening this Tuesday? Giving Tuesday now on May 5th. And if you want to get involved with the V Foundation's recognition of Giving Tuesday now, you can go to v.org slash unite. And there's lots of information on there about how you can take part in it, how you can print a sign out, or how you can donate. And it's perfect. And you And listen, we always take money. You can donate year round, whatever you, you yeah. feel you have, even in this, in this time when it might be a little tough. We understand, but you know, that's why we give you options at the V Foundation, right? We give you the, the way that you can reach out to somebody that you know, the way that you can help somebody in the community. And of course, through the donations to the V Foundation. And Katie, is that the same website? It is V.org. You can find anything you want to know about the organization, the history. Photos from the past, how we were founded, the research that we're doing. If you want to go down that path, we have feature stories um, about survivors, about the the researchers. So anything you want to find, you can find at B.org. Katie, listen, um, special thanks to you, uh, everybody on your staff, your colleagues, the researchers, the physicians, the doctors. Keep up the great work that you're doing. Um, because we know that eventually we will win in this battle against cancer. And it's guys like you on the front line, and we use that term a lot these days, uh, but you are right there in, in the position where you are making a difference. And, you know, anytime there's something you want us to inform the audience about with the V Foundation and Cancer Research, our door is always open for you to come here and share it with us. Absolutely. And help us, thank you for helping us get the word out, because I just think, Awareness is a huge part of this, so we do appreciate so much you giving us so much time to talk about it. It's our pleasure, Katie. Uh, Regards to you and your family, you stay safe, and we'll talk soon. Thanks. You too.
That wraps up this edition of New York Sports and Beyond here on 98.7 ESPN. We thank you for listening. We'll join you during the week on ESPN New York tonight and right back here next Sunday morning on New York Sports and Beyond. For my producer of the legendary all-world primetime Ray Santiago, I'm Larry Hardesty. Up next, conversation continues on 98.7 ESPN New York.